Good afternoon and good evening, guys. Welcome back to another Teamless Tuesday podcast. Welcome, Roscoe. Welcome, Floggy. How are you doing, guys? Good, Timbo. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Um, interested to see how we all go this week. I know many of us didn't hit the uh, 1,050 that was the average pass score, apparently. No. Um... I, I fell well short. Um, I only got like 980, so, um, yeah. No, no, no good for I'd me. Ta- I'd have taken 980 last week. Yeah, but you were only playing, what, 14 blokes, so. Um, oh, well. You mate, score pretty well. They don't, they don't count that. Yeah. Oh, well. And, Foggy, how did you go, mate? Did you get the 1,050? Uh, I I did, I did. I got very, very, very lucky though. I still had Hosking with one minute until lockout um, and Lukey and Paulie encouraged me to swap Hosking out to Bateman and it turned out to be a pretty big flip of the the points, I think. That worked out very well. Yeah, nice. Well, there's plenty of changes this week, plenty of things to talk about. so, a couple of things in the Cowboys and Penrith game. Um, Drinkwater is there, but no Robson because he's on Origin camp, apparently, after he would never play Origin. Um, the other guys there that we're talking about, Tomalolo returns, Luke owners will be happy uh, for Penrith. Dylan Edwards is there, who might be someone worth trading in this week. Um, Zach Hosking is playing, uh, but that's pretty much it in Penrith. Worth getting this week. Um, where do we sit on that Hosking situation, guys? So he gives you a green dot this week. I know, Floggy, you said you traded him out last week. Yep. But he gives you a green dot this week. Is yep. is he someone that you just hold this week if you've got him, or do you still trade him? No, yeah, they play first, mate. So you you have a backup plan. You have a, a, a trade out for him if if you got the if you've got the the trades that is. If you're still sitting with two figure trade, so I think he's a trade. Um, I don't know about, about what everybody else thinks, but just have a player, someone like a, a a Bateman or or something like that that you're ready to flick the switch on. Um, just watch the hour before cutoffs because that's where it got its last time. It was only an hour before. Yep. Um, that he was out, um, and it caught people out because it was mid, it was mid season, uh, mid mid round rather. So yep. that's that's the key point is they play first, so you get to take all that that worry out of it just as long as yep. you're watching the the other four. Yeah, I'm with yep. uh, Floggy on that. Uh, most of us would have Preston as well, so yeah, upgraded Bateman, I would say. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think looking for that there. Um, what about for Luki owners? Is it the same thing, or do you? Is it- yeah, mate, green dot, and it's it's at the moment. I think you, you're going to want to hold your trade if you can. Just just roll with the weekend. The the one that is this is this is the game that you don't have to roll with because lockout hasn't yeah. hasn't gone yet. So I think I, I can't see anything really changing up in these sides really too much from how they're named because all the Smokies were were last week because they were all backing up and stuff like that, and that's yeah. where all the change outs really happen. So. This this is the one where we had a few late changes with both of these sides and, and 
cause cause a bit of a headache for some people. Um, so it's a good thing that these ones are playing first and takes that pressure off. Yeah, I'd be holding yep. Luke yeah, Rock- over Hosking for sure. Yep. Now, Roscoe, Dylan Edwards, um, he's fallen under that 700k price tag, um, being one of the better wing fullbacks this season. How do you think he's going to go over the next four or five weeks without Cleary and, and especially in those games without Luai as well? I don't think he needs those blokes to get those um, standard points, but I just think oh, if you haven't got him by now, I, I'd I, I dare say that every other team's got so many fires to put out and so many other dramas that um, the depth of fullbacks is pretty good this year. Um, so mm-hmm. we've got a fair few in our teams already that we probably don't need another one. Um, but if you're looking and it's um, if you've got plenty of trades, and yeah, sure, but I would imagine he's still going to get like that 45, 50, um, and if not more, because he's going to have to do extra work. Which, which is interesting because he's got a break even of 74, so he could even get down to that 650 over the next couple of weeks. Might be one for that run home almost. Yeah, it's not for me, um, only because it's subjective to my team and I've got too many to begin with. So, But, yeah, I can understand um, if he gets cheap enough, then, yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, Floggy, is there anyone else in either the Cowboys or the Penrith side worth talking about or is it kind of just move on? Um, yeah, I think we can move on. I mean, a lot of, a lot of these play, the team... Um, people in the team here, you, you're not really looking to bring anyone else in, really. A um, few people got drink water, so just watching him do his thing. Like, you're not looking, there's there's no urgent trade outs in these sides. Um, all the Origin players, I feel like by now, if you, if you, like, why, why would you be trading out an Origin player going into Origin 2 if you hadn't have done it in Origin 1? Um, yeah. Like, the only ones to watch are is Lukey, um, because as we saw, um, yeah, Nano and that team kind of kills his fantasy prospects. So what you're probably hoping for is is a good good run um, and a tra- a little bit of a trailing commission, I guess, for next week um, with Lukey, and and he'll probably be a sell next week or the week after. So, um, but yeah, no, I think we move on. And the other one I'd say is don't get caught by Valame. Um. He'll have a low break-even after that three-try 60. He's got a break-even of four. Don't get caught by him. Um, there is every chance that he could he could hold that spot, but there's also every chance that he could get you a five or something like that. So probably don't, don't trust Valame. Um, there's no one really in the reserves to worry about for either of those sides. Uh, the Knights and the Roosters, the Knights have an interesting one. Um, Greg missed the bus, is out of the side, um, and Tuala comes in. Uh, Dylan Lucas is once again starting in the second row, though you assume that that's probably for one more week. Um, for the Roosters, there's plenty of changes here in this side and plenty to keep an eye on. So Sandon Smith is the halfback, moving Luke Keery to 5'8". Joey Manu comes in at fullback. Nat Butcher is at prop. Nafu White is the 13 this time. Uh, Turpin is there. Hutchinson's on the bench. 
Um, so that is a lot happening in that Roosters side. And Billy Smith, for those people that picked up Billy Smith, Billy Smith is in the team again this week as well. All right, let's start with Kalen Ponga, Roscoe. He had a good score last week. He's looking really good for those that picked him up. Is he still a pick-up this week? Oh, bloody earth. Yeah, I think he's almost a, um, a must-buy at the moment. He's back, so playing good footy. Yep. Oh, um, I don't have him either, by the way. I, um, I'm thinking about buying him this week, but, um, yeah, I just have to have a play around with things. But, yeah, I, I like what I see. He's, um, he's definitely back. I did get him last last week, but it was after the presser. Um, he was asked around it, like about the positional switch. I don't know. He still reckons that five eight's potentially still a discussion to be had, but he said that the way he plays, um, he's he's naturally a fullback, so he's yep. not double like like double and triple thinking about what he's doing while he's playing, what I should be doing. He can just knows what he's doing. He knows the assignment, if you will, and can just kind of kick on. So he's not as thinking too hard about the game and he can just do do his football. And, and yeah, I think it's working out well. But we've seen it in the past, though, too. He plays fullback. He can score you 100 and sometimes he can score you 30. So who knows? So since he's been back to fullback, he's got 45 and 71. Um, and realistically, he's gone four games straight of 56, 36, 45, 71 since he's been back in the side. Um, so pl- plenty to like there. Um, I guess with that, we talked floggy last week about someone like Adam Elliott. Probably didn't see enough last week to make him a pickup, but you nah, could. 30s. You could. But I just think um, unless you've got some serious trades up your sleeve, um, you're, not, you, you're mostly bringing him in just to get another green dot. But yeah. it's not it's not worth the trade. But like I'm I'm sitting with eight left. Yeah, he's not he's not worth a trade in. His uh, his form when he was at the Raiders um, is not being replicated here for whatever reason. Whether he's come back too early, what have you? But yeah, we're seeing thirties when we want him to really see, you know, for late late forties at the at the very least. So yeah, I don't not a no go for me. Yep. Um. Moving over to to the Roosters, Joey Manu at fullback. I think I like for owners uh, a little bit more than when he was at five eighth. Um, we've got that we've seen before. He can run that three hundred plus uh, meters, so he'll get plenty of points out of that. Uh, Roscoe, are you kind of on the same page? Yeah, it's a no brainer, mate. Um, fullback's where we want him playing if he's not playing five eight. So. Yeah, he scores yeah. really well at fullback. So, yeah, happy yep. days. Have you you got any thoughts, Roscoe, on someone like a Sandon Smith, people bringing him in this week? Yeah, no. Nah. No, thanks. No. Like, uh, I think there's two things there. One is if he does go well, he's priced at 220 k So you have got enough time if he does go well and holds onto his spot and all of those things. He's not going to go up in that much price that you can't get him next week. But there's every chance he's out of the side next week when Teddy's back in and they shift it all back around again. So I can I probably wouldn't be jumping on him. But Turpin Floggy looks like a really good buy still. 
especially with Robson playing Origin. People are needing a round 16 hooker. Turpin looks like a really good pickup. Yeah, so that was um that was a nice little surprise for us with, with the Robson news. So um, I, I picked up Robson weeks and weeks ago now with the intention of him playing through. Um, but it was nice enough to have picked up Turpin, so that worked out well. Um, Turpin playing this round was the reason why I went Turpin over Little. It's worked out yep. points-wise anyway. Um, yep. But, yeah, it's um, yeah definitely those who will pick him up. He's, he's definitely earning some coin. That's what we want. So, it's, And he fills that gap that we didn't know was coming. Yep. And, Roscoe, I nearly went um, Zach Hosking to Nat Butcher last week, but I didn't have the cash to do it. Didn't quite have the cash. Fell a couple of k's short. Nat Butcher in the front row makes me a little bit nervous, and I don't know if I'd be jumping on him this week. Oh, I wouldn't, mate. Um, you like, I think he needs that middle work, and um, oh, I dare say he'll he'll be spending his time um, all over the park. So, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be concerned, Timmy. I think he's he's going to get through plenty of work. Yeah. Um, moving to, is there anything else there, Roscoe, before I move on to Parramatta and the Manly? No, just like the, the whole Turpin thing. It's, um, that's paid off for everyone who's brought him in. Um, but yeah, apart from that. Are you, are you thinking he's still a buy this week? Oh, bloody oath. Yeah, bloody oath. He's, um, he's a must have in my eyes. Uh, he's probably, oh, Looking at his last couple of weeks, is um, the inform bloody hooker. You know what I mean? Like with his defence and his points. So yeah, um, I'm stoked. I got him two weeks ago, and yeah, I highly recommend everyone get him. Yeah. All right. So then we move to Parramatta and Manly. Now Parramatta side is probably the biggest talking point out of anything um, happening this round, and there's a lot going on in this team. So. Their back five is as they were last week. Ryan Madison is at 5'8". Dijan Arcee is at halfback. Brendan Hands is still at hooker. Offahiki Ogden is the starting prop. Bryce Cartwright and Andrew Davey are the second rowers. Jermaine Hopgood is 13. We've got Offahen Gowie on the interchange with Makatoa there as well. Now, in the reserves, and this is where it starts to get a bit more interesting... We've got Hayes Dunster and we've got Sean Lane lurking in the reserves that could come into this side. Right, let's start with Ryan Madison. I think this is a really big talking point because Ryan Madison in Parramatta side when he's not playing 5'8", is probably a keeper. Is he a buy, though, if he's playing 5'8", Roscoe? Um... I think you probably, if you're desperate to fill a, a space and you needed that, some points. Um, it is a bit disappointing the way it's all planned out, but you probably got a week. Um, oh, wait, they've got the buy next, don't they? Uh, no, week? they've got the buy 18. 18, yeah. Um, listen, I. It's one of those ones we won't know until it's all played out, how it's going to go. Um, yeah. He's obviously played there in the past. Um, 
I guess the only upside I can think of is that he's just going to have his hands on the ball more, so um, more attacking stats, hopefully a few more tackle breaks and offloads. But, um, yeah, I was ple- I was really giving it some um, thought about bringing him in, but I've sort of gone cold on it now, so might just wait. Might wait. Floggy, where do you sit? Same same place, mate. Um, I reckon you can wait a week, have a look, because I don't look. He could blitz it, then you know you can pick him up next week. Whether or not you want to do that a week before a buy as well, it kind of feels like if you're going to get him, this is the week. But this isn't where you want him to play. Yeah, because it's a big, pretty big question mark to see how that's going to work. Um, it's been a long time since he's played that position. Is he going to be? <clears throat> Uh, I guess kind of um, like what we were talking about with Ponga, he's out of his normal position. Is he going to be overthinking it and be worrying more about, um, you know, delivery and making sure the plays and stuff like that, or is he going to take those those runs? He's, he's a very, very big 5'8", so I feel like he really needs to make sure he gets plenty of runs in as well, but he's also yep. got to try and preserve himself. And who knows how, how long he's going to play there. He could, he could get swapped out with, with a lot of those... Um, plays as well, so maybe he plays there for a little bit and then moves into the middle. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think five eight's the the place that you want him named at the moment. Yeah. So I, would, the, I, I wouldn't be bringing him in this week. The big thing to keep in mind: he's got a seventy nine break even. So yeah, he, even if he does brain it, he re, he will relatively hold price. Um, like if he gets over eighty, he should still hold price roughly. Um, and a fifty means he probably loses loses money. So he could get down to that seven twenty, seven thirty type price, and could be a really good pickup next week. Um, the other side of that is that he could also spend, as you said, well, he could spend some time at five eight. He could spend some time in the middle. Uh, they could bring someone like a Hayes Dunster or something like that onto the interchange, and that move Sean Russell to fullback and bring Gutherson up to 5'8". They could also move Bryce Cartwright to 5'8 and bring Sean Lane into the side. Um, So I think there's a number of ways that this could play out. It might be one that if if you've got the ability to hold that trade, lock it away and wait until you see that team list an hour before. And when you see see where Madison is starting an hour before, maybe it's maybe then you might bring him in if he happens to shift back to the bench or to um, to the second row but for now I think probably avoid um, Gutherson had a good score last week Roscoe, I don't imagine pe- too many people are jumping on him but I guess I could understand the logic of it if you did jump on him this week. Uh, yeah, not for me, mate. No, I think I've got enough fields to worry about. Yeah, not for me either. Um, Brendan Hand owners, anyone that owns Brendan Hands are probably rubbing their hands, hoping he makes some cash. Um, but there's not too much else. I do want to qu- quickly touch on Campbell Gillard. Campbell Gillard could play big minutes in this team. Um, if it stays exactly like it is, 
So he could be one to kind of keep an eye on, but don't, wouldn't be one on him. He did do his groin too, so it yeah. can be a really tricky recovery point. So yeah. he might do big minutes. If he's starting to feel a bit of a bit of tightness, he'll play minimal minutes as well. They've got a they've got a very um, user friendly bench. So I think that's the way that you you've got to it's the way that you've got to gotta to run returns from groin injuries, unfortunately. Yeah. So that that's the big question with him. Um I don't know. Like uh, he, he has done well when he first moved to uh, the the eels, but yeah, yeah. Other than a few diehard eels fans, I haven't seen too many with him in his team. So yeah, and and I understand exactly why because he can have some big minute games and he can have some forty minute games as well, and makes it really tricky. Uh, for Manly, Ruben Garrick Roscoe, your boy. Yeah, every year I've, I've had him for the last three or four years. Mm. Can't believe you didn't captain him last week, man. Disappointed. Well, I was, yeah, probably should have in hindsight. <laughs> but, uh, oh, he's had his best ever game. And, um, yeah, Lukey called it early. Like he said, the positional shift uh, to the right and uh, Kula to the left. It, it just worked. Kula yeah. got more space and time with ball and um, Gary had spiders on him. So, yeah, he just, he brained it. So uh, those two will be where they are for uh, uh, probably the rest of the season, pending injuries and suspensions. Yeah, and when Manly are going well, that also helps Garrick, obviously, because he goal kicks. Um, Finu owners, people jumped on Finu recently, and then he, an hour before kickoff, he got shifted back to the bench and Bullymore started. But this week he is named to start once again. Fine new owners, they just take whatever they can get. Here, Floggy? Yeah, mate. Like, if you got him, you got him. I, I was actually trading him in. I was doing basically just a, a, a red dot to, to Fainu just to kind of get Burbo out mm-hmm. of my hair. Um, with the hour before news, I just reversed it. So I've still got Burbo sitting there. Because um, yeah. he, he still did work and he still got 30s, I think, from memory. Mm-hmm. 30. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he still did his job. Um, I didn't have the confidence there um, from from the difference. He probably would have scored a lot more if he had started, especially in that game. Um, yeah. So the rotation kind of hurt him a bit. But if you got him, like he's he's still earning cash for the time being. Like, yeah, there's a lot of people not doing that, and he fills a spot at mid on in round sixteen, which is not not very many um, decent players are, are fitting that mould. That's why people are looking at, at Madison because um, yep. he fits a mid because everyone's got edges and everyone's got a lot of those other spots short up, but everyone's struggling to get mids on there for this round. So if you got him, yep. you, you're playing him, of course. Yep, exactly. And, Roscoe, before we move on, the uh, player that's missing from Parrot is probably one people want to talk about too, which is Mitch Moses. Now... Seen today on Paulie and Lukey's show, people trading out Moses. I've seen plenty of people who brought him in last week. What should people be doing with Moses? Yeah, it's tough because um, it depends if uh, Cleary's coming back and well, if New South Wales win, then he probably keeps his spot. If they lose, 
yeah, who knows? But he could potentially miss like three of the next five rounds or whatever it is. So like yeah. three of the four rounds. So it's pretty brutal. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I would he miss three of the next four. Potentially selling him, but yeah, if you haven't got Hines, you'd, you'd probably sell him for Hines, right? I guess it depends, Roscoe, on when you brought him in, right? Surely. Like yeah, I guess yeah, it's hard to know, but yeah, subjective. But um, yeah, sell him, get rid of him. I guess. <laughs> it's also because of the buy too. Like he's yeah. he's only going to play if he ends up playing Origin three as well, and the buy and and this is something I guess we've we've all witnessed over the weekend as well. Just how horrendous it was for all the players who backed up as well. Yep. I think what we're going to see maybe it's probably going to be on the back of their mind, especially we saw on the later later stages of the weekend. A lot of those Origin players kind of put their foot, took their foot off the pedal a little bit. Um, yep. Seeing, you know, how how many was it? Five, five Origin players. Yeah. Um, that's that's a lot. Um, and they're all nearly every single Origin player backed up to. Um, I reckon, especially as a new a newer um, Origin halfback that's been called up, yep. he's, he's probably going to want to sit on the pine. Um, a little bit more, and I think we're yep. going to see less people backing up. Unfortunately, for fantasy, um, hopefully not. But I can I can see why there would be. So uh, he's going to miss a lot of football. I think between now and, and round twenty. Yeah, um, and that, they they have they haven't had any buys yet. Yeah, so, so they've got their buy in eighteen. So yeah. you've got he Moses misses sixteen. Mm-hmm. He misses eighteen. Yeah. He could miss 17 or have reduced minutes in 17. Yeah. Let's assume Cleary's not fit. He probably plays Origin 3, which is round 19. And if he plays round 19, then you have to imagine either his minutes are going to be managed or he won't play round 20. Yeah. It's, it's not impossible that he could he could miss the next five weeks. Yeah. Yeah, but at the um, same time, he could also miss this week and play the next four as well. Yeah, um, they also had the buy around twenty seven as well. Yeah, um, and I think where's their last buy? So twenty and oh, eighteen, eighteen right. and twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so that plus origin. I don't know. Like he's done a lot better. I've had, I've owned uh, him three years straight coming into this this season, and I I vowed never to get him because he was uh, historically an up and down player. He scores big, flat track bully, um, where he tends to really score well against the lowest lower uh, ranked sides. Um, but he's really stabilised a bit this year, which is really good. But you know he's missing a lot of football in the next little while, so. Unfortunately, he was the one to get the nod, so that's that's why we go elsewhere, right? Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. All right. Um, so that's those guys. Um, the other one there, Roscoe, probably just quickly, what before I jump over, is Turbo's putting up some good scores, but 
because he's putting up good scores, he's still playing Origin, and he just he's just playing those in between rounds, which makes it a little bit tricky. For yeah, it's probably might... um, one to keep an eye on post Origin. Yeah, he's he's a gun as we all yeah. know. So um, as long as Manly keep um, playing like they did last week, um, yeah, he's a, he's a buy in my eyes. Yeah, I think he's going to get back to being very close to being a buy. All right, for the Tigers and the Storm. So Tigers have had a few guys get injured and that means there's a few changes to their team. We have Stafford Torr at 5'8", Brandon Wakeham at halfback. You've got Jake Simpkin starting at hooker. You've got Sean Bloor in the second row, John Bateman at lock for Nuapole at prop. Um, Talon De Silva's on the bench, Talau's on the bench. Um, and then for the Storm... Um, Meany is still there. He's doing really well at the moment. Jerome Hughes is the main half this week with Jonah Pezzard at 5'8". Nelson Asafa-Solomona's name to start with uh, Christian Welsh out. Um, Katoa's out. So Tarek Sims is starting. Um, so, yeah, a couple of changes there. Justin Olam is in the reserves, so he could come in. Um, Bateman looks like a really good pickup. He should pick up that DPP as well as we get to that round 20, so that's a handy pickup for people. Um, Buller, he's gone over expectations. I don't know if you'd be touching anyone else in that side. Simkin might be one that people look at this week, Roscoe. Floody, would you? Yeah. <clears throat> nah, mate. No, you just you just let it go. Uh, IPAP, maybe Clemmer if you're really pushing and you really want a mid, but he's probably it for this 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 round, I guess. Um, so yeah, I, and look, Stafford Tower. A lot of people have seen his his run of good scores. He's um, got one of the highest this year for a centre, but at the same time, he really kind of hasn't been going well in the last couple of weeks, especially over the the games they've played. So, um, yeah, five eight, a bit different. We'll see how he goes. Um, so he was a he was an up and coming five eight when he was at Newcastle, wasn't he, Floggy? Yeah, he, he was just he just got relegated to the wing because that's where they that was the only way he was going to get a run, basically. So the five eight spot for the last couple of years has kind of been taken. Yeah. Um, so now, you know, we probably could have used him really. So, but we've, um, but yeah, no, he's, see, see how it goes. I mean, it's it's going to be an interesting week, I think, for, for both of these sides. So we'll, we'll see how we go. Yeah, exactly. Um. I'm worried about the Tigers, but I think that makes John Bateman really good. I'm just worried about them. It's a lot of um, Meany has been doing quite well. Probably not one that people would pick up normally, but he is goal-kicking, so those goal-kicking wing fullbacks or outside backs this year have uh, been very beneficial to teams. Um, but I want to talk about those guys up front and particularly want to talk about Nelson, but also Kamikamika. Um, he had a big game last week as well. Floggy. Yeah, I mean, they they really, really, really put it on him. Um, it was definitely 
uh, hijacked the game and, and really belted it out. So um, it was it was kind of a who, whose turn is it to score a try next, really, it eventually got to do. So um, they put in a lot of work. Nass is coming back off, off some injuries too. So we saw him very, very ginger up until last week. So he scores. Yep. He, he keeps reoccurring something for whatever it is. Um, yep. especially, and, um, yeah, I think... How did... Uh, yeah, I mean, they got through a lot of work and they got through a lot, lot of work considering they had normal rotations too. Um, yeah. So, look, they, 60, about 60 minutes they both did and they both got in the 60s themselves. Um, oh, and Kamakamika got just under 50 so and still got in the 60s. So they got through a, a bit of work, but, <clears throat> you know, I don't, I don't see them scoring, you know, the 54 points. The, the storm of old, yes. Um, but the current storm, if they can, if they can fire like this without the likes of of Munster um, going and Grant, I'd be I'd be pretty surprised if they managed to kind of repeat what they did last week without the likes of those two blokes. So the one that I know a lot of people are looking at is Nelson um, break even of forty five, priced at five hundred and thirty seven. I think a lot of people are looking at him as being one of the few good options mid this buy round is he someone that like are you seriously considering it would you consider it at all foggy what would you tell people who are considering um, nas at the moment and he's worth a, worth a roll of the dice he's got a decent motor and they, they obviously like him um and especially when he gets that when he when he's a part of that middle rotation as well when he kind of goes from prop to potentially playing some lock as well um He's, he's definitely worth a shout for me. I, I'm happy to just watch him do his thing. Um, as we've seen, as I said before, he's he's kind of been on and off injured most of the year. So um, if you really want to fill that spot, he's probably worth. He's he's probably the biggest worthwhile roll of the dice. Um, and so it's really up to you and you, what you want to see is him pumping out those fifty pluses each week. So. Um, I think it's origin time is really tricky for the Storm though because they do have those those really key pieces missing. So you really got to take your scores with a grain of sand. And I think if you're picking him up, you're kind of you're looking beyond origin rather than just grab him for this week. You're yeah. kind of looking at him as a long term prospect. Um, and now that we're on that back half, you're kind of looking at him for like a good portion of what's left of the season as well. So you're really it's up to you if you want to be rolling the dice on someone like that who has been quite injury prone so far. Um, and I mean, but 500's 500, so you've got the option, I guess. You can easily try and find somebody else fit that spot. So I couldn't speak, I couldn't talk anyone out of it. I think it's it's still a roll of the dice, but I also think, um, yeah, it does have, have some risks, but that's, oh, who knows, mate. There's, Everyone could get injured next round, so... Yeah, there's a couple of those um 500k players that are very very tempting this week, and so I do I can see a lot of value in getting someone like uh Nass, and I think we've seen even if he goes back to the bench, he does tend to score relatively well. Um, just coming on against slightly tighter bodies, and he also has the ability to crash over for a try, and there's. Especially against this Tigers side, I'm, I'm, I think there's every chance that he could get a try. 
because they this is they're going to be very they're going to they should struggle. Sorry, who knows? Um, go to the sharks and the dogs, mate. Just looking at the sharks, I know a few people picked up Ramian. Nico Hines is going to be one that people are going to target this week. Um, but it's really it. Uh, Nicara owners are going to be happy. I know plenty of people were talking about buying Nicara over Bateman. Um, probably one we need to talk about there, Foggy. Yeah. Uh, for the dogs, TPJ is one that I know a few people are looking at. Matt Burton had a good score last week and is worth mm. talking about. Jacob Preston owners, Jacob Preston keeps doing what he does best, and that's score points. And there's not too much else to talk about that I can see. So let's start with let's start with Sharks. Nico Hines, if you don't own him, buy him. Yeah, he's he's the one who win the the halfback roulette, right? Um he was the one that there was always going to be one of, of the three that didn't make it. I suppose you could say four if you include Reynolds, but um yeah, he was the one who, who missed out, unfortunately, and, and, and we all watched game one, so I feel like he even his inclusion in game one kinda really felt like well he's earned his spot to be there, but given that what the team looked like, we really needed another forward in there. Um yeah. in, instead of another utility player. Um yep. so I kinda feel I I if yeah. Yeah, especially after game one, my my uh, ideal game two side didn't have him in it. Um, yeah, I, I think so. Definitely for back at fantasy though, he's he's definitely the one to have. Um, Cleary's out of action. Moses is gone. Um, you've you're only got the contention of, of Sean jo- Johnson, and a bit below them, you've got Reynolds. So. Yep. Um, you got you got Hines and he's, he's your captain, right? Considering yeah. look, they got blown out of the water. He's their goal kicker, and he's still got sixties. So, yeah, just like yeah, Luke and Paulie were saying today, like he, considering how how little ball they got, um, and he still managed to get that a, a traditional attacking points player. He he really still, still ended up with a solid solid score. So he, you really can't go wrong. If you haven't got Nick. Yo, who, who's your other? If you and you don't get him this week, let's say you don't get him in, and yeah. you haven't got him, what other options would you be looking at this week for captaincy? Um, well, that's a good question, mate. Um, really, like You've this was the Bateman, this was the game one. Yeah, yeah, Bateman's one. This, this was the round. This was the buy round that was going, always going to be the trickiest because a lot of the big fantasy guns that are still relevant. That don't play Origin aren't, aren't have the buy this this time. Um, yeah. So this is where you're kind of stuck. Um, I myself, Captain Hopgood last week, it really didn't pay off. Um, and who even knows what? Uh, would you what captain, we you would, You're not probably yeah. not captaining him this week again, would you? No, no. Well, and and this is when traditionally, when when everyone when it makes sense to not put the captain on them, that's when they go hard. And it just—he it, it blows himself out of the water with a seventy plus. But yeah, I, I don't know, mate. I think it, it doesn't matter who you go. I think this week because they're going to have a bit of risk involved. Um, Smokey is Manu. Yeah, that's what I. Was, yeah, Smokey's Manu. 
Um, Garrick is there as well, but he's he's missing a few pieces. But Manu traditionally at fullback, it's his best spot. It's just he happens to be behind Teddy. Um, but also he's back from those injuries, so maybe he came back a little bit early. Hopefully it was a bit of a bit of a warm up last week. Um, and also being a Knights fan, um, Bruce's love um, roughing up the Knights. Um, yeah, they always manage to do it. Um, and and yeah, I think having Manu up the back, bit of a bit of an, a, a secondary battle to what happened last week with Ponger and Walsh. Um, Manu's, yeah. funnily enough, even though he's not a fullback, he's, he's actually one of the best fullbacks in the game without actually yeah. getting that spot. He's, he's that good. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think it'll be a real real interesting game, that one. So what do we got? Bateman. Bateman. As alternatives to Nico, you've got Man, Bateman. Yeah, right. Uh, Manu and then you've got Garrick Manu, again. Garrick. Um, and who else is playing? Probably, I, I think. I mean, you can probably get well, right? yeah. Yep. Yeah, I like that one. And that's a solid pick, I think, because either way, he's got a, he's giving a lot of work and a lot of minutes, so yeah, he's a safe but, he's a safe pick. But also, you got, I guess, for those who don't, uh, I mean, you got Ponga, Buller. They're all sort of solid scorers at the moment. So I hadn't thought of Buller, but Buller's probably not a bad shout as a solid scorer, Roscoe. Yeah, even on a beaten team, he's um he's punching out massive scores. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm super stoked that he's in my team. But um yeah, I'm just trying to think out of the box for yeah because everyone's pretty much going to go Hines. But um yeah, yeah. for alternatives. Yep, no, I'm I'm happy with all of those. Pick one of them, that won't be too bad. Now for the dogs, you've got Burton there, had a really good score last week. Do you think that he can back it up, Roscoe, this week? Uh yeah, I think he could. Um They don't lose that many players, so they're only losing who like at a car, right? So yeah. pretty much a full strength team. Um yeah, I think sharks are cooked. Like they were, they were so bad on the weekend. So whether they bounce back and um, yeah, Hines leads them to a huge victory. It's he needs to do it. He needs to step up and be angry a bit for getting dropped. So um, yeah, I reckon this is going to be a pretty interesting game. I think it's going to be high scoring because. Um, their defences are pretty awful on both teams. So, yeah, I think Burton's a, a good shout and a good owner. Yep. Um, One that a lot of people were talking about too, well, shouldn't have been talking about, and rightfully so after last week, um, Jade Nockenbaugh, um, yep. a winger fullback playing a four position, um, got a 24, really stink up, stunk up the bed. Um, yeah. That's that's why none of us have really been on, on yep. him. and. Yeah, I think that's another one. And and Waddell pu- pushing like they for some reason have Ockenbore over Waddell there, and it's the same again this week. Um, major change though. Max King's not the starting prop. He's he's been pushed back to the bench. Yeah. Um. So it looks like he only played thirty minutes. So I, I missed part of that game. So I'm assuming he's picked up a nickel or something because he's he's been one of their best all year. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent on why he's back to the bench. Um. Yeah, don't know. Roscoe, do you know? 
Who, who's that? Who are we talking about with Max, that? Maxi, Maxi King. Yeah. Uh, Why on the bench? No, no, don't. Cool. All right. The one there that I am going to quickly touch on, and I think it's, I think it's even more prominent because he got dropped from New South Wales, and that's TPJ. He does have that deep uh, dual position, mid edge. Might be someone that people look at this round, but I don't know. I think I'd be more inclined to go with Nass over TPJ. Yeah, sim- I guess similar player to a, to a degree in more ways than one. Um, the only difference is what team they play for. Um, so, like, and it's a bit tricky because he kind of TPJ has got a bit of a bit more important role, so he's kind of got to deliver a bit more. Um, but I guess it's also going to come down to how his headspace is coming out of coming out of not getting picked for Origin, and and we we saw how he played for Origin, so. Depends on if he's going to keep his head high and try and earn his spot back, or if he's, you know, a bit dejected, uh, reading into the media a bit too much. And yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes. But again, people are just trying to find uh, the diamond in the rough to fit that that mid spot this round. Yeah. Um, and he's not the worst pick, but similar to Nass, like I, I'm not looking at bringing in either of them. So. Yeah. Yeah, rocks and diamonds. His, his disciplinary issues um, lock him a bit more than Nass, um, and that yeah, he's he's got a he's got a flash of the red in him. So he, he definitely likes to to fly back a bit and can get a bit lazy in his tackles. So see a bit yeah. of head highs and stuff like that too. So um, yeah, he's he's worth watching. And if you really want one, he's another one you could look to pick up. But he's he's not for me. Yep, um, the ones that I want to. Like, and I kind of want to flag this round overall, Roscoe, and I think we've we've talked about it already. Uh, Paulie and Luke talked about it as well. I think you just need to keep in mind with such low trades overall, with most people being in single figures now, I think you need to keep in mind that if you bring someone in this week because they're playing this week, they're, you're going to struggle to nis- to get them out of your team. You're probably not going to have the trade. So if you bring in a, a Nelson Asafa-Solomona this week and you decide that he's not in your final team, you may struggle to trade him back out. And I think that's going to be a bit of a problem for a lot of people, for players they bring in. And I guess my sort of recommendation is if you've got someone that's not going to be in your... that you don't think you would have in your final your final 21, maybe it's not worth bringing them in this week. Yeah, it's probably not a bad shout. Um, I guess if you've got 10 trades and then you get in another eight, you got 18 trades. So it's not necessarily saying that you can't get them back out, but I understand what you're saying. Like you, you It's probably the time that you... I try to focus on, um, yeah, the final run. And, yeah, it makes sense what you're saying. But um, it might not necessarily mean you snookered. But, yeah, I, I'm with you. It's you, I've, I've got one eye on um, my finishing team and I'm trying to put the pieces of that puzzle together. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely either cash out or keepers at this stage. Yeah, and, and that's particularly the case for some of these guys that are going to sit in that that mid-range price bracket 
they might get to 650. They might even get to just on that 700, but they may also that may also mean that you have to either get them out of your team, or you might have to deal with the fact that they then drop price and they don't score well, or or things like that as well. Because there's a reason there's a reason that you haven't really picked these guys up, and we haven't been talking about these guys for most of the years because they're they're inconsistent or all those sorts of things. So just be very very cautious bringing in those diamonds in those diamonds that you're trying to find um, this round. Well, you, would you kind of agree with that that sentiment? Or? Yeah, man, I, I agree. I think, like, without going too dark, you do get to a point, especially near the end of the season, where uh, trades are at a premium, um, but at the same time, you really want to move on a player, but you've moved on from the ability to be able to make that luxury trade, um, and you, you have to rely on... Um, necessary trades rather than just trades that you want to you're just ready to move on from the player um, yeah. and we're getting pretty sure we're there now i mean look at the, the carnage from the last couple of weeks um more so last week and the week before in in that um we knew origin was coming but the the injuries and whatnot and the outs that happened the week before um yeah. went down to kind of necessities almost uh, unless you really got those those final final guys in your in your final 17 um so they, they're the ones that you you've kind of got to pencil in a few blokes um yeah. for that i have a few can um um a, a few kind of option b's as well in case something happens but you know you're kind of really starting to, you need to start forming up that like i've got about three players that i feel like i need to get in straight after origin if not i'm going to struggle so I'm holding trades in line with that. So I think I'm just going to roll with it for a couple of weeks, see how we go, and um, hopefully be able to have the trades to get those blokes in because they're, yeah. they're, they're the ones that I'm missing out on. And they're the ones who are braining it. And the other thing to keep in mind, if you have more than four dogs, sharks, and tigers combined, you will be struggling next week because you'll have... Um, you'll be running short of a 17 next week if you have four dogs, sharks, tigers combined as well because they're all on the buy. So keep that in mind. I think people are going to have to get used to the idea of playing with less than 17 for the next couple of weeks. All right, guys. Roscoe, anything else you want to add before we uh, call the No, nah, mate. No, nah, all good. Thanks, Timmy. All right, guys, let's wrap it. Thanks very much, guys. We will see you all back next week. Apparently, there is a Q&A tomorrow night, so get your questions in, and Cookie will answer them. Um, otherwise, best of luck. Bye for now.